Hmm. I just turned 24. I spend most of my time out of the house working. I've been out of college for almost two years. And it's flown by. I blinked and it's been almost two years that I haven't gone to a single class that I've had a degree. And I just really hope it doesn't go this quickly forever. (laughs) It's freeing and it feels like freedom to some degree to be at this time of my life with the whole future in my hands. (laughs) But At the same time, I sort of embrace this stage of question mark, question mark, because not knowing to some degree is uh, almost better than knowing, because maybe once you know, that's it. And at least not knowing, you still have some of that mystery up ahead. Love a good mystery. When I left college, I was so sure that I would find very quickly the place I belong, the path I belong, where I'm meant to be, because college is supposed to set you up for those things. And I was sure it would be a job somewhere, uh, something somewhere that it would just puzzle piece itself together and everything would be settled. Where I am now tells me that that's all a lie. (laughs) Which does not have to be a bad thing. It just is teaching me that linear is not necessarily standard. And it's not necessarily best. Where I am right now is absolutely non-linear. And yet there is security in that somehow. There is, again, mystery in that. But... Where I am now, it looks nothing like what I thought it would look like out of college. That said, I'm killing it. I'm thriving. One day at a time, for sure. But college does prepare you for what happens after college. There's just a large plot twist where it's not at all what you thought it would be. But it's still okay in the end. I feel like I always get surprised when I get positive feedback, not because I don't think I'm doing well, because I consider myself to be aware of how I'm doing things and to hold myself to a certainly higher standard. But when other people recognize it, I'm like, oh, I thought this was just a me thing. But if it's also registering for you, then like, cool. I I don't even go into having a higher standard or or trying to do things well with the understanding that it will be perceived that way almost to a pessimistic degree where I'll work really hard but I assume it just will not be registered or it'll actually be bad uh, which is not a good thing but when it is all around successful it's like cool still surprising and it shouldn't be if I'm putting my all into something or if I I'm totally qualified for doing something, but I still just like, somehow I still get surprised. 
when it goes well. And it's like, well, you know what? Maybe if I worked really hard and believed in myself, wow, what a time that would be. I think 100% I'm surprised when I get a compliment or, or recognition for doing something well because I don't really believe in myself, which sounds so negative, like, oh, I don't believe in myself, but I just might doubt the actual, like the reality of it. If it's something as simple as like a task and I get it done efficiently and well, I will underestimate potentially how efficiently and how well it was done. So when I get positive feedback, I'm like, okay, so it really was as good as I hoped it would be instead of just knowing it was as good as I hoped it would be. There's just like that room of doubt in things that pleasantly surprises me when uh, when it goes my way. Maybe I purposefully do it somewhere in my subconscious to just doubt everything so that everything is a pleasant surprise <laughs> versus going into something saying, oh my gosh, this is going to be so good. And then if it's not, then it's sad. I prefer a pleasant surprise. That's exactly what it is. It's not for the approval, which sounds so like noble. Like I'm not doing this for the recognition. I just want to do it for me. But like really it is that because if you do it for the recognition and you don't get it that's so disappointing <laughs> like i don't think you should do anything just for the recognition it's just much better to do it for yourself you can make yourself happy and then if you just happen to get a, like recognition externally win-win yeah psh. i'm a humble girl i think <laughs> oh my favorite memory from the past year. Year. Oh, where do I start? I took a very large road trip with my mother. My mother and I from Seattle, Washington to Union City, New Jersey, which, mind you, has quite a few states in the middle. And we took it in her car, which after arriving in Union City, New Jersey, she told me said car could have exploded at any minute and so we took that whatever week-long road trip with no ac <laughs> driving 11 hours a day i thought we were just really in it to win it but it was really because we had to get here before the car died that said i really think some part if not the whole trip was my favorite memory from this year because i saw a lot of this country that I would never see in any other circumstance. And it's beautiful. Just like there's this one part of what, Wyoming, Montana, somewhere in the middle, somewhere in the middle. And there was just sky forever. And I don't even know if it was it wheat. That sounds so stereotypical. Something wheat like forever. And one single road, the one we were on that just went on forever. And it just seemed so permanent, even though we were just passing through. But like knowing that that's out there, just sky forever and wheat forever, wheat question mark forever. I appreciate the perspective that the trip gave me because there's so much out there. And that's just in the middle states. It's a good time. Love a good road trip. Injustice really annoys me, for sure. People asserting power or privilege over something that is 
correct annoys me a lot. Someone who would come in and impose either their authority or just some sort of privilege that they have over you to get what they want, which falls into the category of injustice, but just grinds my gears. Just being rude. Essentially, injustice in all ways, shapes, and forms. Just do right. When people choose wrong, it's annoying. There's no need to make that choice. Making that choice is a conscious decision. And that's annoying. Don't make wrong, conscious decisions. Don't be wrong. Things get confusing, but not everything gets confusing. Oh, oh, let me see. An example of someone being annoying, a.k.a. unjust. Hmm, well. All the time at work. All the time at work. There's, there's this, like, unspoken rule in various departments at work where people can just pass off responsibility when they don't feel like doing something just because they don't feel like doing something. If you work in a team environment, that's team with a T-E-A-M, team. One would seem to understand that everyone has a role. The team functions when everybody does their role. Things come up and you might need to lean on someone more than someone else or, you know, things need to be flexible. However, as a team, you work together to figure those things out. When people start throwing their hands up and saying, oh, that's not my responsibility, or even when it is their responsibility, just suddenly no one can find you, that's not a team. And then when when it all comes back down saying, why didn't this get done? Or what happened here? How did this get messed up? And there's just pointing fingers and there's juvenile attitudes and, and someone throwing elbows to try and get ahead of someone else when an opportunity arises, therefore neglecting the responsibilities they have there's just there's just no need there's just no need not when you're on a team if this is the hunger games sure i get it that makes sense but when you're working in a team be in a team don't put yourself before the team that's not what a team is well so i started out school at nyu freshman year of college. It was great. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to New York. I'm not staying in Washington like the rest of my high school friends. Oh my gosh, look at me go. Everything's going to change. Wee. Got to New York. Loved it. Loved the school. Everything was fantastic. Class was not my favorite. It was uh, media, culture, and communication. So it was um, the printing press and undersea cables and cave drawings and how humans began to communicate with each other because back in the day they didn't (laughs) so yeah origins of that which is very scholarly and like really great fun facts however i was looking to like i don't know do fun things (laughs) so i finished my first year had the highest gpa of my entire life even though i was mad bored and was like well i'm spending a lot of money for this degree Maybe I should do something that makes me happy. I don't know. Panic, panic, panic. I'm just watching the dollar signs go up every night in my mind, in my dorm room, saying, okay, this is going to get me a piece of paper, but am I happy spending all this money on this? Decided to do the Disney College program. Ran away to Orlando, Florida. Worked at Disney for nine months. Greatest choice I've ever made in my entire life. So much fun. Loved it. Loved it so much. 
program is almost ending and NYU is like, hey girl, how was it internship? I'm so glad you had so much fun. No more financial aid. And I said, uh-huh. And I had no choice but to not go back to NYU because I could barely afford it with financial aid. So if you take that away, there's no option. Went back to Seattle, Washington, no longer in college, no longer with hopes or dreams. <laughs> and so the week I got back, uh, I got an email from the new school saying, hey, uh, we noticed that you started an application way back when and never finished it. If you want to submit it, maybe you can get into school for this semester coming up, which was, mind you, in eight days. And so I was like, is this email real? Whatever. I saw it, finished my application that day, submitted it. The next day I was admitted and I was on a plane back to New York within seven days. And so it was a very strange and very rapid process. But through that process, I found the screenwriting concentration and was like, well, this sounds like more entertainment than I ever had at uh, NYU. So wham, bam, bam, flam. Alakazam, <laughs> back to New York, taking a bunch of screenwriting classes and uh, no math requirement. Hey, <laughs> so that's kind of a, how that happened. And I ended up loving it. Um, I didn't really know that was where I was going to go, whether in high school or ever in my life. I knew I wanted to do something that was content creating to some degree, um, probably eventually in film and or TV, but it just worked. I like stories. I like telling stories. And I was never one to like, jump for the audition related concentrations just something that I can really learn about without having to just do the most um, and that's where screenwriting came in love it love telling a good story there's no point in trying to control honestly anything do your best line up the pins to the best of your ability but listen you can't control anything you can't even control what you're going to wear you might rip your pants you know what I mean? 